Hello and welcome to What's Wrong With You, a disability panel show full of people who got turned down by the last leg. I'm Pete Selwood and What's Wrong With Me is I Have One Hand. Across six episodes, I'll be joined by our regular What's Wrong With You panellists, comedian and self-described left-wing socialist Don Biswas. Hello. And comedian and writer Lawrence Clark. Hey. So Don, uh, what's wrong with you? I've got various neurodiversities. I'm dyspraxic, mild Asperger's syndrome, ADHD, and I also have depression. The full works. And, <laughs> and Lawrence, what's wrong with you? I stay on the sea like a sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I've also got so hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us this time are comedian and author, as seen on the Russell Howard Hour, Harriet Dyer. <laughs> and as seen on Dave's Disability Extravaganza, Dan Tiernan. <laughs> Harriet, what's wrong with you? Well, uh, so I've got bipolar. Well, there's plenty of other things that people seem to tell me that I've got, but I feel like I've, I've got too many things. So uh, bipolar. And then during lockdown, when everyone was wearing the masks and that, I was like, what the dickens is everyone saying? It turned <laughs> out, deaf. I couldn't, yeah, I've been lip reading my whole life, had no idea, so now also have hearing aids. What'd you oh, say? Well. <laughs> 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 this, is, this is the first episode, You're and, I, and, I, and I, promise <laughs> that, I, I'm not. I promise that it will get better than this. Good <laughs> Lord. And Dan, what's wrong with you? Dyspraxia on paper. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, is, yeah, you'd be forgiven for thinking there's something a bit heavier going on. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you were to guess. Uh, well, I've, I'm certain I've got ADHD. I've not been diagnosed. I think when you're at school, they get, give you one thing. They're like, right, that's why he's licking windows. That'll do. And then, they, they, you know, <laughs> like, that, that explains it. That'll do. But yeah, I've got ADHD. It's interesting how you said that. I've actually got really bad hearing in my left ear, and I still don't know why. I think it's because of uh, a build-up of wax, actually. If we could deal with that now, Pete, um, <laughs> that would be, I don't know if that's your role. <laughs> what, a, what a grotesque start to the show. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> a lovely a start. Build up. Yeah. He's got more wax First in him step. than Madame de Swords. You, you asked the question, Pete. <laughs> I, I asked what's wrong with you, and he went, I just don't clean. <laughs> right, in this episode, we're going to talk about work, uh, which isn't just something that we're forced to do by the Department of Work and Pensions. So, Lawrence, what are your experiences of work? Have you had, like, proper jobs? Or? Oh, uh, I've had proper jobs. I've had loads of proper jobs. Uh, I think my worst job was I once had to conduct a survey, a questionnaire, on sex and relationships. I had to conference for people with learning disabilities and autism, <laughs> and most of them couldn't fill in the form. So <laughs> I, I had to go through it on my iPad <laughs> and ask them really, really intimate personal questions in the corridor as they were coming in. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Don, have you had proper jobs? Or yeah, you, yeah? Uh, I got paid once to do survey because I'm autistic about sex and relationships. Right. And there was this guy with cerebral palsy who was interviewing me, and yeah, so really intimate questions about, about how many times a day do you wank and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. But um, I got fired from that, so no. Every job I've had, I've been sacked from, say, because like got sacked as admin assistant, got sacked as a management trainee, so... This is the only proper job I've had as a stand-up comedian, and, and I'm average at that at best. <laughs> I mean, you know, we'll see if you get sacked from this. That's what I want to say. Replace me in the next one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see, you know, episode two. Did you do the episode one? <laughs> <laughs> no, you. And that's where I played the race card. <laughs> yeah. And Harry, have you done proper jobs or? Oh yes, many jobs. I once worked in. It was like a cattle market, and then and I had to direct cows away from the parking but and i'd start at like six in the morning and then there'd be a but i'd always come after a party and then there was a burger van so i'd get a burger and then start directing the cows but then i think one day a cow smelt a relative in my burger and then it just stampeded and it ran into a lady's jeep and as is the way in Cornwall it turned out that the jeep belonged to my old teacher (laughs) (laughs) that's probably a small town that will have gone round the village as well oh definitely have you heard that Harriet can't do her job well (laughs) (laughs) that's that's not news did you you get did you get sacked from that or Uh, or did you leave I don't even think I did get sacked for that actually because well she has her own issues the lady whose jeep I directed the cow into was off anyway because this guy that lived next door to me brought a squid <laughs> so I was mental. But he brought a squid into school put it on the floor of the girls toilets this lady went in and then slipped on the squid and cracked her head open on the sink so she'd already had that to deal with yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then, then she didn't have a way to get home and Dan have you ever kept a job Mate, I've done so many jobs I was a dinner lady for like a year oh, in, wow. a can- in a canteen. You're quite young anyway, so yeah. like, what, what age were you when you were a dinner lady? Insane, like uh, 24, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, isn't it? You can't be a dinner man. It's like, yeah, sure, I am a man, but when I'm in the canteen, I'm a dinner lady. And did, did those kids respect you, or would you say they... Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can be cruel, can't they? There the, the were, the were moments of respect, I think. Uh, yeah. Do they respect you more as a lady? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, in the canteen I had the respect, but when they just saw me as a regular man, yeah, no respect. Um, I think, they, uh, well, you're in, you, you have a lot of power as a dinner lady. So I wasn't serving the food, I was more, we were like canteen police. So we had to, like, <laughs> make sure no one was throwing food and, like, you were a lot of negotiating to get them to eat their food. It's in, like, a primary school. And then there was, like, a big queue, and they'd all get in arguments about, like... And then it pushed in front of me, and then you'd have to make a snap call and, like, just be like, right, you, back of the queue. And then sometimes you'd know from their reaction you'd made the bad call. and <laughs> You've got to stand with it at that point. Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. key, one on one to witness. being a good dinner lady. You've got to be like, nope, I made the decision, back of the queue. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm a monster, really, yeah. That went dark very quickly. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, man. An evil man. <laughs> I'm dirty and I'm a monster, OK? Leave dirty me alone. Oh, you had your waxy ears by the food, or were they... Um... Wait, look. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you weren't on the food? That's why you were on, like... That's why I don't do it anymore. Uh... <laughs> but has anyone here ever, like, used their disability to get out of something in a job? Because I think, like... 
we, we talk a lot about like, you know, how disability stop you doing stuff, but it can also give you massive, massive perks. Yeah, I was an extra in a sitcom once. Not a particularly good sitcom. <laughs> and it was filming in Bury in February in a derelict care home with no heating. It was like Dickens. Like <laughs> we, we were gathered around these electric heaters trying to keep warm. I had like 10 days of this. And the fourth day, they made me sit outside all day, all day holding a sign saying, Save our care home. <laughs> 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 I'm never going to live this down. So I feigned illness. I said, the cold just got to me. <laughs> so, Don, have you ever used the disabled car to stop getting sacked? I mean, obviously, you get sacked a lot, well, so clearly I, not. The first question I'm getting out, I haven't stayed in the job long enough to get out of, but... All right. <laughs> but actually, no, that is true. I did. This is generally where, before I left my last job here, after pandemic, they're going to make us all redundant. So I played every card possible: the disability card, dyspraxic autism. What are you going to do with people of colour and stuff like that? There's no funny. I just wanted to save my job because I was broke. So right. and it worked. But after that, they just put me on all the crappy jobs because you know they couldn't trust me with anything. So I wanted to complain, but I really couldn't because they kept me in the job. <laughs> So has no one else shamelessly used their disability to stay in the job? Because like I know for a fact when I was a paperboy, I got to stay as paperboy longer because they felt sorry for me. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't deliver this man's paper for two months because yeah. we had beef. I was a disastrously bad paperboy. It was absolute <laughs> carnage. Did you have a bike? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. did you do on... Because yeah. I can't ride a bike, so I had to walk my entire round as well. Yeah. So not, not to play, like, you know, the violins or whatever, but... Like, no, walking it's, it's a lot around, longer when you're walking, walking around is a big yeah, difference. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Safer. Safer option for you. Like, yeah. No. I walked around with my paper rounds, and um, <laughs> I would I had my Walkman stolen. Heroin addicts chase me. I had all sorts. And I didn't just... So I had 521 papers to deliver for £5.21 and then they'd add a free gift and then I it like not even anything flat that you could just slide in the paper light bulbs uh, so I was then having to carry 521 <laughs> light bulbs wow. around whilst running away from heroin addicts that's a big old round that 521 yeah, exactly. I used to yeah. do 25 houses a day so that would might be my round you just do it in half an oh. hour I mean let's not go like four Yorkshire miles on this and say like, you know, I did three miles Mate, for you, one. How do you get a light bulb through the letterbox? <laughs> how did I? If I you've not just... got a mat and it's like a hardwood floor, yeah. is well, someone just it... ordering one every day going, oh, it's not, it's yeah, broken it's again? Anything. <laughs> it's a sort of um, uh, that I'm just sabotaging and it's like an attack that I'm just leaving broken glass in people's. <laughs> people's I mean, you could pull houses. it through gently or you could really put some venom. Yeah into the push, couldn't you, really? Well, like, I got as well impetigo. When I was young, there was around, like, impetigo was, like, the hot disease. Yeah. And then this, this girl in my class said that you got it from sharing towels with your family. And I was like, I haven't... And then everyone was like, er, you've, you've shared a bum towel with you. I was like, who has a bum towel? Yeah. So what happened was I posted a light bulb and then I must have not lifted the flap when I whipped my hands back and then um, my fingers were all cut up and then they got impetigo in them. 
I've never um, heard of that disease. I, I've had it. It won't just... surprise you to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say that. I've seen the title. Yeah. Yeah. I was the first person. I discovered him for Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I created it. But it's, it's genuinely a horrible skin infection. Yeah. And it spreads through <laughs> your whole body. Yeah, no, it's a really, really horrible. I, I'm not being I, I promise but... the people at home, the episodes will get less scabby <laughs> as, <laughs> as the series goes on. Just, there will be less talk pretty, of leprosy. It's a pretty scabby line for <laughs> this episode. It's like B-Tech you, you leprosy. Got, you got dire and tin, yeah. and what do you expect? I mean, we, <laughs> might, we, we might get a leper on. We, you probably can't call them that. <laughs> Is this something that only happens up north, because I'm from London? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, we've still got polio. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had COVID, but we just um, got on with it. Um, <laughs> so has anyone, anyone actually had, obviously we're all proper jobs, but does anyone had any experiences like the Department of Work and Pensions like telling you that you can do some things that necessarily you can't? Or uh, I did a uh, corporate gig for the Department of Pensions once. No, it was good money, so I took Scab it. Scab, again? Scab, I know. More scabbing? <laughs> but I turned up six weeks late just to see how they'll like it. So. <laughs> Actually, Don, I think we did that together. Actually, we, we? did, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Anything to put money in the pockets. Unbelievable. <laughs> Because I, I do vividly remember avoiding estimate pay that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just had it on my radar of wherever she went, I went in the opposite direction. <laughs> I actually shook her hand, I shouldn't have, but, you know. Oh. I, this is a good way of seeing what kind of people you are. Would you say when you go into a job, you try and do it better than the able-bodied employees because you want to prove a point? Or are you lazy like <laughs> most people in the world and think, if I can get away with that, I'm just going to not do it. I'll go with Don first. Well, they've got a name for that. Uh, it's called quietly quitting, where you do just enough to get by. And that's what I do now. When I was younger, I was young and enthusiastic. But then uh, I've become a little bit more jaded. Like, so if I get another job, yeah, I just won't bother. I just do the, <laughs> just do the minimum. I mean, this is what I'm doing now. I haven't actually prepared for this. I didn't know this was about work. I thought we were going to talk about something else tonight. So, <laughs> so I, mean, I don't. I am. Um, I think it depends on the job. I had a job that I hated once, which was access auditing a secure mental health hospital. <laughs> and it was just a horrible environment. It was before the smoking ban. So the whole place just stank like an ashtray. And I had to, like, go into the ECT room and measure the width of the doorways and <laughs> measure the height of the lights. And, like, everyone just looked at me like, it's no one knew why I was there. <laughs> I'd just been sent in, so he just thought I was one of the patients. <laughs> I think that had some weird measuring condition. So I, I think I did that job quite badly in order not to be asked to do another one. <laughs> I was once in hospital and I had pneumonia and then... Um, More diseases, great. <laughs> and then, yeah, less scabby this time. And then, um, and then when I left, so I became quite good friends with one of the nurses that worked there. And then afterwards, I remember she took me to the smoking room in the hospital, but I, I had pneumonia. Like, she's like, oh, let's have some, uh, have some cigarettes, Harriet, all right. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a miracle you're still alive. Yeah. 
Can I just say, um, next time I work with Harry, I want to get vaccinated first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Dan you need to get vaccinated with his waxy build-up. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you admit something on air, then instantly regret it. <laughs> So we come to the part of the show where we give everyone a hypothetical situation and ask how they'd react. So the one we're going to go with is, let's say, someone uses an outdated term about the disability you have. Uh, we'll go to you first, Don. Are you going to call them out on it or be a coward? I would like to say I'd call them out of it, but I'm a people pleaser, so I just, <laughs> I'm just quite passive-aggressive. I'll, I'll complain about it to myself afterwards, but I probably would do any, nothing about it at all. What terms have you, have you heard that you, you would say are outdated? Well, where I used to work was a lot of old geezers, like in the 50s and 60s, so a lot of terms were unfortunately were homophobic and stuff like disabled and so I wish I did call them out on it but they didn't like it in fact I was a bit lefty anyway so yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept quiet and are you Harriet are you uh, have you ever called it out or just uh, it I'm is hard in the moment though isn't it like people who say you should but like you, well you know. I'd be more likely to call it out if if someone was saying something that if if say a friend of mine was affected with myself I'm not really because I think I'm always saying like I'm off my tits and stuff and yeah, yeah, at yeah. me mental health gig I'm always like oh me and the mentals and, uh, <laughs> and, but I, I don't think about that now because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes people go Harriet but I always think if it's like yeah. one of us we're all you're yeah, all exactly, right yeah. saying yeah, I think it yeah. thing. I did an interview for a charity and I used the wrong term for my disability, and the woman who rang the charity, who hasn't got my disability, corrected me Whoa. with an arrogance I've never seen. So I went like, oh yeah, and like, you gotta remember, like, I'm in my 30s, so like, I was, I said, oh yeah, and my stump hand. And then she corrected me and went, I think you'll find this limb difference. Like, what, the, what are you on about? Like, <laughs> it's my thing. Yeah. It, it's, it's, like, yeah. it's like, you know when like, white people tell like, Dr. Dre not to drop the N-word? That's how it feels to me. Like, yeah, I can say it, you can't. Yeah. What about you, Dan? I mean, you, imagine you can't you get... say the N-word, can you? So, <laughs> well, yeah, I would like to put on the tape that I do not say the N-word, <laughs> <laughs> just in case that came across badly. <laughs> what about you, Dan? I mean, like, you know, you seem I like you get a lot know. of insults. Yeah, I, I definitely do. I think because I have dyspraxia, but it seems like I have more than that. In any way, if someone was like, oh, yeah, Dan, you're a bit spazzy or whatever, I would sort of <laughs> take that as a bit of an acknowledgement. Like, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm surprised. It's in an accommodating for I've that. not yeah. been rumbled yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you can hear them with all the earwax. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, if someone called me waxy, what? Well, <laughs> no problem. Waxy on, waxy on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It just depends on intent, doesn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, it's like people trying to be like, yeah, just funny or whatever. But I think, yeah, I'd, I, I probably would. It, and also, it depends if I could physically outpower them or not, you know? Yeah, yeah it's, very, <laughs> it's very easy to be strong against someone who is weaker than you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, it depends on their coordination as well. But given I have this practice... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> and you, Lawrence? Yes, yeah. It kind of depends what kind of museum is Yeah. I did once. Um, you're talking to the guy that did a show at Edinburgh called Spastic Fantastic. We <laughs> 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 were trying to reclaim the word, but I, um, I found a brand of caffeinated lip balm from Alaska called a Spaz Stick. <laughs> 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 so, so I bought your blocks 
And then I went out of London with these lip balms, getting people to try them, asking them to describe the sensation of a smash stick on, <laughs> on their lips. And then, and then we got them to do a little endorsement at the end. That's brilliant. And we, yeah. and we cut an advert together, and there were two posh ladies with John Lewis bags who misread it as a sparse dick. And, <laughs> and, and, and they were great. I could get them to say anything. <laughs> I got a video of them going, I love a sparse dick. <laughs> no, I am sparse dick. <laughs> Right, so as we head towards the end of the show, I'm going to reveal an anonymous fact about someone on the panel, and basically we're going to ask everyone to guess uh, who the fact is attributed to. This is something that's genuinely happened, so I'll throw it out to you. So one of our members of the panel told a joke about people with disabilities at a gig full of disabled people and got booed. Now we're all stand-ups. Who do we think it was? I'm willing to accept mad accusations early on. It was definitely Dom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dom. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. Unless I, you're you're double bluffing. Yeah. 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 That's it. That was very much a who smelt it, dealt it kind of. Yeah. Thing. You got that in early. Yeah. yeah. Don, are you accepting that accusation? <laughs> I can't lie. I'm autistic. No, what was the joke? Yeah. Well, I did it on Facebook first, and it got a bit of pushback as well. All I said is that being being autistic, said you know, 15% of people with autism are only in employment. The rest of us are just lazy. It's just a really terrible joke, but they got so offended, they booed me <laughs> off stage. And really? Yeah. Well, I, I, like genuinely, like they booed it. Yeah, autistic. They weren't happy with it, and so yeah, they came up to me afterwards, and so I guess I won't gig for that charity again anymore. So. <laughs> are you willing to say what the charity was, or are you gonna? I, I, I can't know. I think it might be the National Autistic Society or something. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll say the charity. Do you want, do you want to send them a message? <laughs> Huh? That sounded more aggressive than it should have been. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a horse's. <laughs> we were blackmailing charities. Pretty much. Do you think they took it too literally? Well, they are autistic. Yeah. <laughs> nothing I like, can say that. Nothing like a slur towards the end. Lovely. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do another one. One member of our panel got their head stuck in a car window at a safari park. I know who I'm accusing, but I'll, I'll throw it out to you guys. Anyone want to? Waxy. Waxy. <laughs> it's all Waxy Safari Park over here. <laughs> I mean, was it. Did you... Whose head most looks like it could have been yeah. stuck in? <laughs> whose yeah. whose, whose head? Quite personally, actually, guys. <laughs> whose head has adhesives on the side of it? <laughs> Uh, you gonna take that down? Do you think that's yeah? No, it was, it was definitely me. What, yeah. what, what animals were you near? It was a, <laughs> an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in the in the car. Me, my mum, my sister, and my dad, and an ostrich approached the car, pretty angry. And then I was like loving it. And then my dad like wound a window up, and obviously I was going like no, no. But he thought I was just like didn't want the window. You know, I wanted like action time with the ostrich. <laughs> so he was just like. Oh, oh, oh. Yanking the Volvo window up, and yeah, no, it did really actually damage my head. Um, <laughs> we'll do one more. Why not? So, which member of our panel has? I am reading this right. Which member of our panel has died twice? 
Nothing like a little morbid end to the show. It could be me because I'm a Hindu and we get reincarnated. Okay. <laughs> it puts me Harriet. She's always getting diseases. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did say it was a wonder you're still alive. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, what happened was I went to a nightclub and had this awful pain and was like, oh, I'll just dance it off. Turned out my appendix had burst and I was just dancing it off. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had to go to, to go to hospital and, yeah, died on the operating table and they had to, like, bajump me back to life and everything. And then I got pneumonia and the nurse didn't have her glasses on and didn't plug me into the nebulizer and uh, died again. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, I mean, it was a weird start and it's going to be a weird end. <laughs> of clinical negligence. <laughs> <laughs> then she took me for a cigarette after. <laughs> you, you don't have a lot of luck, really. <laughs> Harry's one of our first guests, just in case she dies again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Get her on quickly. Quickly, yeah. yeah. It's in the episode. name as well, to be honest. Yeah. 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 You need to change it to Harriet Liver or something, I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you. Thanks for coming and talking about jobs. Thank you. thank you for joining us for What's Wrong With You with me, Pete Selwood, Don Biswas, Lawrence Clark, Harriet Dyer, and Dan Tiernan. What's Wrong With You is produced by Kurt Brooks and our executive producers are Ashley Byrne and Adam Rushton. It was a Made in Manchester production funded by the Audio Content Fund. Yeah.